You are now listening to the Lit Life Podcast, Living Life Autonomously, and I am your host, Autumn the Aries. As a gentle reminder, you can find me on all social media outlets, including Twitter, IG, and Facebook with the handle at Autumn the Aries. You can also find me on a variety of pod platforms, such as Anchor FM, which is actually where my show is hosted, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Please take the time to follow, like, and share on all platforms. If you have any questions or topic suggestions or would like to be a guest host, please email me at autumnthearies at gmail.com. Or if you have the Anchor app, you can actually send me a voice message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks again for tuning in and enjoy the show. Hey y'all, it's your girl Autumn. Welcome back to the Lit Life Podcast. I appreciate you all being here all the time. So I'm going to go ahead and just jump right into my positive energy uh, for this episode. So if you listened to the last episode, you know that um, I kind of been going through a hard time. Um, My cousin was killed on the 4th of July and I had to go home for the funeral and all of that. He was really young. And it's just been tough. Um, it's been really tough. But then I was scrolling on Twitter, of course, because that's where I waste most of my time. And um, I came across a tweet. I didn't even write the guy's name down that tweeted it. But. He said, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. Now, that's not relative to, (laughs) in my eyes, at this point in time in my, you know, in my life to the loss of my cousin, because of course, it's something that I just can't grasp you know what I mean I can't it's it's way too fresh I just can't fully grasp that but it is relative to just knowing that it's gonna knowing that it's that I'm going kind of going into or have been kind of on this um this roller coaster of storms, right? Um, and and you know that's it, it happens for everyone. It happens to everyone. But this particular quote really stood out for me because if you think back, if you you think back um, in in your adulthood, even into your childhood, but early into your adulthood, um, and think about all of the storms that you've been through, like you think about that first one that you thought would never end. You thought 
it was the end of the world. Um, you know, you didn't know how you were going to survive. Everything was bad. It was horrible. You probably woke up for weeks crying for whatever reason it was. But then one day you didn't wake up crying, right? One day, you know, those bills were paid. Um, you, you may have failed your, that first exam, but you ended up passing a class. Like, and sometimes you don't even know how it happens or at what point in time it happens, but it just happens. The same goes with heartbreak. That is a serious storm. When you are heartbroken, you just don't know how in the hell you're going to move forward. Like how how do you go on living a normal life without who you thought was the love of your life, right? And then all of a sudden, one day you wake up and you realize that you're living. And that's not to discredit, you know, whoever was in your life or, you know, that the uh, the love you felt for that person. Because nine times out of ten, it was real. But you just never thought you would get through that storm. And the best thing about it is when you get through the storm... It's like that whole hindsight thing. It's like very, very clear after a while. You know, when you when you stop thinking about it because you're like, oh my God, why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? And when the storm finally just moves out and <laughs> the clouds clear up and the air is fresh and the sun is shining and, you know, all of these things are happening that, you know, everything is dried up. The, um, your, your flowers are now blooming. Your, your grass is looking a little bit greener because of that whole storm. It's like you came out on the other side and it's a brand new day. So I say all of that to say, Don't worry about, or try not to, I know it's easier said than done, but try your best to see past the storm because it won't always be cloudy. It just won't. Like it's, I don't think it's possible (laughs) for the clouds to just come out and stay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you'll, you'll be able to easily get through it and you're not you don't even know that you're going through it but you're going through it and you're getting through it and it's all going to become clear to you one day you'll be revealed of it all and then you'll probably be asking yourself why did I do that (laughs) how did I get that that situation in the first place so anyways that's my positive energy for the day stay tuned for the rest of the show All right, so a few episodes ago, I did a segment, um, Things I've Seen in Atlanta. 
since I've been here. Um, for those of you that are new to the show, I live in the Atlanta area. I've been here. It'll be four years in September. Um, took me some time to get used to, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it now. So, but you know, once I finally started coming out and, you know, doing different things and just not sitting in the house and not working all the time, of course I started to see a little bit more of how the people of Atlanta move in the city, right? <laughs> so, of course, there are some things that just, that puzzle me, that puzzle me. And these things are things that I've seen before in other places as well, but I, I, see them more here than I have in all of the other places collectively. So, first thing on this week's list is the highway commotion. So, I don't know if I really talked about traffic last time. I can't remember what my three or four points were last time, but if so, oh well, I'm talking about it again. Things happen in Atlanta on these highways. And I, 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 I mean, I know that the city is overcrowded. I, I get that. But some of these things you can't really blame on the city being overcrowded, like perhaps the bridge that collapsed on I-85. How? <laughs> How? I, I I still, like, I read those stories. Of course, you know, they blamed it on the homeless man that lived underneath the, the bridge or whatever. But for real, for real, like, how does this even happen? I just don't even, like, I can't even comprehend. I still can't comprehend it. And they got it back up super damn fast. That's another thing. Okay, so... You, these folks will work construction on 75. It's been the exact same construction going on on 75. This stretch up here um, between like exit, what is this, 260 and 265. It's been the exact same damn construction for the past four years. But y'all threw that bridge back up in like a couple of months because when they gave the time and I don't remember exactly how long it was but when they gave the timeline saying how long it was going to take to get the bridge back up um I was like man whatever I automatically I was like man that's gonna be years it like this traffic is gonna be double fucked up for the next few years because that's how long it's going to take them to patch that big ass hole that's in the highway <laughs> but they threw it up like one of them houses on one of them shows or they just built the houses like they put it up so fast y'all and and I, like people were scared to drive over it and I was too so crazy stuff like that. Um, you know, another thing that that causes highway commotion in Atlanta is weather. Like you can't even say just 
one type of weather. You can't just say like cold weather or snow. You, you can't say that. You know what I mean? Like, so Atlanta, yes, they, they get snow here. Nothing like where I'm from, but they get snow here. And basically the city can't handle it. So, you know, where I'm from Ohio and we plan for these winters, um, you know, some of our highways are even, uh, like mildly heated. Um, you know, we have the salt trucks, we have crews on standby, like the whole, uh, city, uh, the whole city will be on standby when there's about to be a blizzard or, you know, snowstorm, all of that. And down here, because, you know, for a long time, I, I don't guess they got snow, you know, when they get it, it's, it's crazy, but that's not even what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like some wind, like just like rain, like a mist, a very fine mist. Like they, they have this annoying rain here and it's just like a mist literally. Um, it's like when you're walking past, um, one of those fountains or something and it's just a little bit of mist so yeah that happens and there's like 27 accidents on 285 and the reason the reason for it is because people are always in a hurry like nobody is paying attention because all they're trying to do is get to where they want to go and i just tweeted yesterday um how, what my favorite pastime is while I'm driving because this chick in this big ass truck was behind me and I'm going over the speed limit like I have a lead foot anyway I'm going over the speed limit but I'm not like pushing it pushing it and clearly I was going too slow for her so she you know rams her truck up go around me you know, to be on, to get in the other lane or whatever and get to the light. And guess who's there? This dumbass. So, you know, I had to give her the Kermit look. And then we went to the next light and she was right there. And then we got on the highway and I still kind of beat her out on the highway. Like, <laughs> it's like you're in a hurry for no reason. And that's why all these damn accidents be happening for real, for real. People just are not paying attention because they're Russian and it's stupid uh but anyway uh <laughs> now enough about the weather rant um the the next thing that caused uh the highway commotion like just recently so the armored truck the door flew open and the cash was all over the highway so and it's funny because I feel like this is the second time that this has happened since I've been here. And I meant to Google it and try to find out before I recorded the show. But clearly I forgot because I be forgetting stuff. But I feel like this has happened before. And <laughs> you had the people pulling over and picking up the money. And you had some dumbass recording I don't even know if they got money or not, but they're recording and somebody saw the recording. So now they're threatening people, threatening people that they're going to go to jail for theft. And I'm like, how you going to do that? Like, how are you even going to do that? Like, just let them folks go. Y'all took that L. I know one thing, had it been me and they look my license plates up, 
and they come to my house, I'm going to need proof of the amount of money that I stole that I got to get back. Because if I picked up five bills, you don't know if it was five $1 bills. You don't know if it was five $5 bills. You don't know if it was five $100 bills. Real talk. You don't know for real. So if, if that camera didn't zoom down on me, then nobody was going to um, get that money back. So whatever. Or you're going to get $5. So that's that on that. All right, so that goes, that's that's um, it for the highway commotion. The next thing on my list of the overabundance of things that I've seen while in Atlanta, this wildlife. And when I say wildlife, I mean the stories, like every day on the news or every other day, there's a story of a snake getting into somebody's house in the state of Georgia. Um, These big bugs, like nothing I've ever seen before in my life, ever, like it's disgusting. I was sitting out on my back patio the other day and something crawled from under a leaf. And I say something because I really don't know what it was. It was a cross between a spider and something else. I picked my shit up and went back in the house. So I wasn't trying to even see the whole thing crawl from under the leaf. Like I just, I, the other day there was a frog in my house. There was a frog in my house. The cat. Um, saved me from the frog. It was a little cute little frog. I ain't gonna lie. It was real little. But how does that happen? I I don't, I don't really get it. Then I was downtown. um, um, I think that was on the 4th of July. I was downtown. You had people just carrying their big ass snakes around. Their iguanas. Like, it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I'll ever really be able to embrace this whole wildlife and these insects. And I love being outside. You know, it's funny because, I, I, you know, living up north, you, you know, we have seasons. And I always tell people all the time, well, north, midwest, whatever you want to call it. I tell people all the time, like, as a midwestern, we we complain every season so in the summer it's too hot in the winter it's too cold in the fall it's not enough sunshine in the spring it's too much rain like we're it's gonna be a complaint we're not satisfied with the way the weather with the way that the weather goes but here I've kind of gotten used to what it is and I'm okay with um the heat I I it's so funny for me to say that because I've never, I've never really liked just being outside for no reason, but, um, especially not in the heat. And now like I can go to these concerts and I stay in this heat all day and I'm Gucci. Like I'm really okay 
with the heat like that. Now, I have no idea. Once again, I've lost my train of thought and I have absolutely positively no idea why I was talking about the heat. But I'm going to go back to... um, I'm going to go back to uh, these bugs and stuff. So, yeah, that's the one thing I've seen, you know, an overabundance of since I've been here um, in the Atlanta area, which is like the the way that these people down here embrace the wildlife. Like, I mean, oh, girl, that ain't nothing. Oh, you saw. Oh, yeah, you see you see them all the time. No, bro. No, that y'all do. Not me. I'm no, I'm not OK with any of that. The next thing I've seen an overabundance of since being here in Atlanta are the hustlers. And I have nothing but love for these people out here getting a hustle on. Like any event I go to, even if it's not an event, even if I'm just downtown or I'm walking around somewhere, like somebody is hustling you have so many people here selling ice cold water and it be, and it hit it's like right on time like i'm so not mad at them for packing that cooler with them waters they done went and bought uh 24 waters for 3.99 at kroger and they packed the and they selling the waters for like a dollar or two dollars a piece like I am not mad at that hustle, especially especially as hot as it is. They got water, they got Gatorade, they got pop, whatever you want, they got for cold in that damn thing. And a lot of times, you know, we I know we've seen the stories that um you know, people they be arresting people for doing that, and it's true. Um, but the good thing, I, I've never seen that happen here. Like, like I said, I was downtown for the 4th of July and like every other person you saw had a cooler with some cold water that they were selling and the police were everywhere and, and didn't do anything. So that was cool. I, 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 I just can't knock those hustles. So you got them, you got the people selling t-shirts, you can get all, I'm like all on every single corner that I walked down when I was down there for 4th of July, somebody had some sort of t-shirts like the I Love Atlanta t-shirts or um, um, like the black themed t-shirts, like anything you wanted at their little booth. They had some t-shirts and, you know, little earrings, stuff like that to wear. So shout out to them. Jewelry, you got the people out here making a jewelry like I was in what little five points and there were actually a couple of tables out there of people literally making jewelry while people wait. Um, Also over there, the painters, like the artists and they are, they're amazing. Like some of that art is like nothing you'll ever see down in five points. Just beautiful. Like, I, I just applaud their talent and their willingness to go out and say, you know what, I'm just going to paint this right here in front of you so that y'all can see how good I am. You know what I'm saying? So you have them. Um, now, also down in Little Five Points, you have the um, 
the the what is it the the van with the uh they the the weed treats that ain't really weed treats for real like they are CBD which you know yes it's a part of the plant but they're trying to sell them like they have THC in them they're trying to sell them like they're like actual edibles that have THC and I'm not really okay with that. So I'm walking down the street minding my business. And they like, yeah, we got um, suckers. We got Rice Krispie Treats, whatever you want. We got it, brownies, cookies. And so you know me. Let me go over here and look, see what they're talking about. And I just started thinking like, no, some ain't sitting right. So I'm like. So you mean to tell me like the police don't say nothing to y'all? And see this where he fucked up. This this where he pissed me off. He said, Oh, it's it's decriminalized. It's decriminalized. That's all he kept saying. It's decriminalized in, in the city of Atlanta. It's decriminal. And I'm like, nigga, do you think I am boo-boo the fool? So you mean to tell me? That you have a whole entire van, like a Scooby-Doo van, full of TAC Scooby Snacks for sale in a state that is not legal for recreational marijuana. And the police don't say nothing to you like boy so of course I kept walking or whatever because I just I didn't know and I googled it and come to find out like these people have a fleet of of um vans like in a bunch of different cities and they're doing the same thing so technically they're like weed advocates is what they kind of call themselves I can't even think of it remember the name of the company but um, they call themselves like weed advocates and they're, you know, a part, uh, you know, fighting for the the rights for rec- recreational marijuana and things of that nature, which is awesome. But why are you trying to mislead people to sell these CBD treats that you can pretty much get in any store these days? Like, I just thought that was whack. Like, you are really sitting up here trying to trick somebody but again that's you know all all hustles ain't ain't good hustles so i needed to throw that one in there (laughs) the last one um the last thing i want to talk about in that i've come across an overabundance of here in the atlanta area are scammers y'all these People will take everything from you. I have not seen so many car thefts. And that really ain't even got nothing to do with scamming. But I'm just thinking about the people that slide into the cars while you at the drop at the uh the gas station. They ain't got nothing to do with scammers, but I just had to throw that out there. That's another thing I've seen an overabundance of. Like, every single day, somebody's car is getting taken. And I just don't understand why the hell y'all don't 
cut the car off, take the key out, close the door, lock it, put the key in your pocket while you pump the damn gas. Like it goes back to them just being in a hurry. Everybody's in a hurry. Like you can't take what's going to all together. It'll probably take one minute to take the key out. To turn the car off, take the key out, get out, put it in your pocket, that's going to be about 30 seconds. You pump your gas, you get back in the car, you put the key in, turn it on. That's going to be about, what, 15 seconds? So you don't have 45 seconds to make sure that nobody's going to slide in your car. Like, it's too much. It's too much. But anyways scammers um here's here's my scammer story for when i first moved here so i was looking for uh, an apartment which i'm actually on the hunt again for to move that's another story um <laughs> but i was looking at you know look for apartments townhomes whatever condos stuff like that and, you know, I'm looking for a decent price and just a lot of different, you know, things that came into play while while I'm, you know, looking for a place to stay. I was staying with my good friend from um, from college who was living here for a little while. And when I first moved down, she let me move in. So shout out to her. Um, anyways, so I'm going, I'm looking at these different places and really I wanted to live in like a house or a townhouse which is what I rent now I rent a townhouse um more so than an apartment but an apartment could could have sold me like the right one so anyway I think I might have been on Craigslist which is my first damn mistake and I get on there and this guy is like yeah you know I have this condo um I'm I'm moving uh I've, I've moved out of it uh, but I'm not going to sell it. I live mainly in Florida or something. I don't know. It's a long drawn out story. But um, he's renting the condo and he's renting it for way less than the market, um, the, the market value. I mean, like it was ch- super cheap for supposedly for where it was at. It was like in Midtown, Buckhead or Midtown, something like that. I want to say Midtown. Um, and I, you know, I, I was curious, but I'm like, maybe this is, you know, I'm, I'm not thinking that it's not real. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, that's a good ass price. You know, let me, let me just hit them up, you know, hit old dude up. So he's like, um, yeah, you know, you can come and see it, whatever, what have you, uh, you know, what's a good time. So I'm telling him my times and he was like, you know what, those times won't work for me. He was like, I, you know, I'm going to be at this bar. I can't, so some bar that was over on in, um, oh, damn, out Camp Creek somewhere. It wasn't like you bar, but it was something, something like that. Because uh, he gambles, right? And he said that. He's like, you know, I gamble on these football games or whatever. And, you know, I need to be here. He's like, so what I want you to do, you can come to the bar. 
and just let me know when you get here I'll come outside and you know I'll give you the key and you can just go over there and I'm like are you sure like you you know he was like man I, I'm not you know worried about you taking nothing out of the house like I you know I want you to go see it if you want to go see it I want you to go see it I saw something feel right y'all but I was like all right okay so I goes and meets him at this bar he re- wheels out of here in his wheelchair and I'm like okay like, because he had said something, he said, I can't remember what he said, but I side-eyed him when I saw him in the wheelchair because of something that he said. It was something like, I don't, I can't remember what it was, but anyway, I'm like, something just ain't feeling right. So, um he we he comes outside and um we go over to the car and he reaches in the car to get this key so he gets the key and he's like okay he was like so um i need you to leave you know like a hundred dollars here or something it was like something stupid a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars something like that um while you go and check the, the the place and i'm like what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean I need to give you a hundred dollars? Like I'm not really I'm none of this is making sense to me. And he was like, Well, you know, um, you know, my stuff is in there and I'm like, Well, you just said that it wasn't and then I also have a question like, why is your stuff still in there? Like I I, I, I don't know. I'm like, bro. And like he literally went back for me. He was like, "All right, just okay. We'll just go down. Let's just do twenty five dollars." And I was like, "No, I said I'm not going to this place unless you're going to." And so it looks like you're not going. And so he was like, "Well, I was like, so I'll just get with you when you get back." Cause he was like on his way out of town or something. I'll get with you when you get back. Line. And he was like, "Uh." He was like, well, I'm going to be gone. You know, I don't know when I'm coming back. I said, well, oh, well. Like, I'm walking away. He's still talking. Did he stand up out of the wheelchair, y'all, though? Like, was low-key cussing me out and stood I said, first of all, Autumn, you're a dumbass for even going to meet this dude. Like, I really knew better. I really and truly wholeheartedly knew better, but I did. So this is what the fuck I get for going there and wasting my time. Like I just, these scammers, y'all, I have heard so many scammer stories. Like it's people out here scamming people on the weed. Oh my God. Just scamming. It's just, it's at an all time high in this area. Like, okay maybe it's everywhere but again it's just something I didn't see a whole lot of until I moved here so that's my segment on my set the second time I've done that segment um on things I've seen in Atlanta since I've been here and I'm gonna continue to collect these things (laughs) and bring them to y'all because I know I just can't be the only person feeling this way. I just can't. (laughs) All right. So I think I start 
all of my segments like that, don't I? With the all right, so I'm going to do better. Um, anyway, I wanted to end this episode on a high note, literally. So I figured I would tell this high story. So um, over the weekend... I was with a group of friends and they were all telling high stories and I wish I could have been like recording so that y'all can hear this stuff because it's like hilarious. But I have two short ones um, and I have to tell them both because they are related to each other. So for the position that I have at work now, I interview for it internally and um i had interviewed for so many of the you know like this particular position so finally um i'm you know go on my first interview then i do the second interview and then um i had a third and final interview well the day before the third and final interview my next door neighbor who young guy actually had a crush on me you know he would be real nice used to cook and just all types of stuff bring it over to the house but um he knew that I smoked so he had some edibles and I had never I had never had had I ever had well yes I had had edible before but I it really just wasn't my thing but he was giving it to me for free so I was like bet so he's like, don't eat the whole thing. You know how they always tell you. I knew this. You know, I knew better. So I literally ate. I mean, like, it was a very minute piece. Like, it probably wasn't even 50 calories. Like, it was very, very small because I knew better. And, of course, you know, I'm I'm like spaceman high. Like, I'm, I, I don't even like that high for real, if I'm being honest. Like, I don't even... Like, you just literally cannot function at all. I don't know. It's weird. But anyway, I did. I'm like, it'll relax me. You know, I got this interview tomorrow, whatever, what have you. So next day, I get up, and the interview was actually over the phone. So, you know, yeah, you know, didn't really have to address any special type of way or anything. Just had to come prepared. So I had booked a room, um, a conference room to have the interview in and I didn't realize that the conference room was all the way in the like we have like three towers and it was all the way I was in one and it was in three because I guess the tower I was in didn't have any available so um but that morning I just woke up I like I I don't know I just I was just feeling funny and then I get to work and I'm like okay I'm gathering all the stuff for the interview so, like, 20 minutes before, you know, I start to walk over there. I get over there, getting everything set up, and I realized that I didn't bring, um, what was it? Was it, oh, the conference line number, I think it was. I didn't bring it with me. I didn't know it. So, I'm freaking out, y'all. I had to run all the way back. I had ended up having to call uh, somebody in their office to tell them like, Hey, you know, I'm have to run back over to the other building, whatever, what have you. I was so embarrassed. 
get everything set up in the conference room. This was the worst interview I have ever had in my life. The absolute worst, right? The absolute worst. Like, I literally, when it was over, as soon as I hit, you know, hung the phone up, I'm like in tears. And I just want to tell y'all, I interview very, very well. I am always very confident that I do really, really well at interviews. Like, I just, I feel like I'm like the best at interviews. And if it's a, a position I didn't get, it was just because they already probably had somebody else in mind. But anyway, um, that's how confident I am. So for me to feel like I completely bombed an interview, like it was just so crazy. I hung up, I'm crying, called my friend at the time. I'm like, I'm like boo-hooing. And I'm telling her how my day going. And she's like, bitch, is you high? Like, what is, I don't understand what's going on. And I just sat and had to think about it. I think that edible literally had me high for like two days. I said, I will never. And when I spoke to him again, like a couple of days later, I saw him outside. I cussed his ass out so bad, y'all. Like, nigga, if you ever, like, if you ever form your lips to ask me if I want, and edible from you, I'm just gonna knock you out. Like that's I don't ever <laughs> I don't ever wanna be whatever that type of high was. That shit was stupid. It was I I ain't trying to do it. But anyway, so fast forward uh, uh, probably like almost exactly four weeks. I'm at work. <laughs> I get a um, my man, my current manager come get me. She's like, come on, talk to you in the conference room. I go in the conference room. She like, so you gonna tell me? And I'm like, tell you what? She was talking about. She's like, oh, you ain't heard yet? No, I ain't heard yet. Bottom line, I had got the position again. Still can't believe it right because I I interviewed like it was terrible the interview was terrible so I'm like bad like I y'all I remember the day that I got this call like I could tell you the date like I everything it like everything was just perfect I'm like hell yeah this was up I'm thanking God. I'm like, ooh, I'm ooh, I'm gonna get me a nice meal to celebrate I said that I'm going to go home. I'm going to smoke this weed. I'm just like, everything is just going to be everything. So I get home. Just like I said. Rolled up my little joint or whatever. And um, I, it was like springtime. So I opened up the windows. to You know, just to sit by the window, be nosy. Um, and let the air come in. Lit my joint. I'm, I'm like, I'm texting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm hype. I'm like, bitch, I got this job. What y'all want to do? It's like, oh, my God. I'm like, y'all don't even know how much I'm about to get paid. Like, for real, for real. Still, <laughs> still like, the most. But it was, like, a huge, huge increase from what I was getting before. Like, I mean... 
everything that I had prayed for, like everything, y'all. Like I was like, yes, bet. <sighs> Sit down on the couch. Light the joint. Take a couple of puffs. I'm looking outside. Next thing you know, about literally like 12, like 12 cop cars, SWAT, was it SWAT? I think it was like SWAT and DEA, um, just like sheriffs and these dogs. So I'm not worried about, no. I don't care about nothing else that's going on. But these dogs, like, knowing good and well, <laughs> I was high. I'm like, oh, all I can think of is these dogs are going to smell the weed. Now, they are pulled up to go to the house next door. The guy who lived next door to me. Y'all, if y'all could have saw the look on my face, I have never, ever been so afraid in my life. I'm like, Lord, I got this job. Like, I'm about to go to jail. Lord, please no. Just please don't let. All I'm sitting here thinking about is these dogs. It's going to smell the weed in the window. <laughs> I got up, walked to the back of the house where my room was, my bedroom was, and just stood there, y'all. <laughs> like, I don't know what I was standing there to do. I don't even know why I got up and went back there. Like, I literally just stood there. Like, it was so, just thinking back on it, it was so damn stupid. I'm like, what did I go back there <laughs> So then... I can hear what's going on in the back of their house. And I kind of straightened up and was like genuinely scared because I keep hearing the police say, um, don't move, don't move. You know, I'm thinking like somebody's, I'm like, Lord, please, Lord, please don't let no, let them shoot nobody over there. You know what I mean? Like now I'm like, I'm still high, but I'm just like, you know, I'm aware and I'm scared, you know, kind of scared. And I'm like, man. This is horrible. So finally, so I call my friend. I'm like, bruh, I'm telling her the story. She's like, girl, they ain't worried about the well, little well, whack-ass joints you got. They, they looking for something. She's like, if it's all them people, they ain't even looking for no weed. They, it's something else they looking for or whatever. I'm like, what? But a few weeks before that, I had told him, like, I'm like, I, you know, I just see a lot of people going in and out your house. And, you know, being that I'm not even hardly home and I'm like, you know, I don't see as much as everybody else will see. But if I'm noticing it, like, you know, there's other people around here that's noticing it. So I don't know, you know, I just told him, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing over there. But, you know, y'all, you might want to, you know, be cool or whatever, man. I ain't never, it was like something on TV, 
Like, I literally thought I was sitting up here watching, like, I don't know, like, something where these people, these, all these cop cars just come and run up at somebody's house. So anyway, when I get to the, um, back to the front of the house and I sat down, I'm looking outside and they basically had just about everybody that was over there in handcuffs. Um, and it was just crazy. Like I was, I, I caught so many people because I just couldn't stop talking about it because I was scared. And I just thought my whole life was over. So, <laughs> every time I think about going back in that room and just standing there, it's like, bro, what did, what were you thinking? Like, <sighs> so that's those. That's my my high story. I, I'm I have more, but. That's the one I wanted to share today. And if y'all have any that y'all want to share that you think would be funny, um, you can email me or email me at autumnthearies at gmail.com or hit me up on all the socials at autumnthearies or send me a voice note on Anchor and we could talk about it and we can, you know, have your uh, high story out there too. But I just wanted to kind of end everything on a good note. Uh, Y'all know I've been up and down. So I just figured I'd give y'all a funny piece of me. So I hope you all enjoyed. And I can't wait for you to hear me again soon. Peace.